An Inconvenient Truth On December 2nd, 2018, Brandon Harris Williams, affectionately named by myself, BHW, left the Healing Space podcast. A new chapter began for the podcast, however, I was hesitant to tell you all about it because I didn't have a new logo for the show, (laughs) and I didn't want to keep promoting the product with his face still on it. So that's the reason why, or one of the reasons why I began to cut back on the podcast and some of the episodes as we've gone along in 2019. However, it's taken some time for me to get a new logo up, and I really want to be able to speak to the Misfit universe more often again. So I figured instead of waiting for the new logo, I would just share with everyone that very true inconvenient truth. I normally go scripted on a lot of these episodes when I'm by myself, but I wanted to say this from the heart. BHW, you're a deeply gifted brother. I think you're a wonderful writer, and I wish nothing but the best for you. Thank you so much for contributing to the podcast for over a year. This show, this podcast, would not have been the same without you. I believe we have wonderful chemistry, and I'm going to miss that sincerely. But I wish you the best. And with that being said, we begin our new chapter of The Healing Space. So now, let's get healed. Welcome to The Healing Space, a black and queer mental health podcast geared toward proving there's more than one way to heal. I am your host, Sensei Raven Ekundayo. And it's a new chapter for THS Podcast. Moving forward, I'm going to have guest co-hosts, kind of in the vein of Regis and Kelly. They'll co-host the entire show with me, and sometimes we'll even interview guests along with me as well. So this week, I would like to welcome someone who's no stranger to THS Podcast. Singer, songwriter, model, social media influencer, and all-around creative, Kennedy. Welcome back, my friend. Thank you, sir. I'm glad to be back. <laughs> oh, that sounded so fake. And just... I mean, but it was real. It was genuine. I mean, fuck y'all. You tell me. I'm listening. Like that doesn't sound like sound like a whole script. Like, hey, I to, I hey to, guys. I mean, I was trying to keep up with you. You had a script. I had a script. I mean, I have a lot I have to say, so that's why I have it scripted. I had so. a, that was a lot to say too. Was it? Hey guys. <laughs> hey, Misfits. How's everybody doing today? Right. Come on. Engage with me. <laughs> that could be a name of a song. Engage with me. Oh, mm-hmm. oh no. Not, not, not so much. Oh, you going to type it? You going to put it in your phone? Yes. yes. Come on, friend. Yes. <laughs> we look up for each other. Do. <laughs> You're foolish. <laughs> So, okay, this week, as you guys were able to hear from the very beginning of the episode, this episode is about inconvenient truths. So, we're going to be sharing some things that may offend some people, you know, but this is us sharing our opinions, what's truth to us. You feel me? Mm -hmm. So, if you guys agree, then make sure that you share that with us. Of course, all over social media, especially on Twitter, you can hashtag Let's Get Healed or THS Podcast and share with us what you consider to be an inconvenient truth. And we're going to get into that more in the middle of the show. But right now, it's time for Culture of Pop. 
So, um, listen, we haven't been here in a while, so there's been a lot that has been going on in social media, in politics, like, look, it's real messy out here. Bedrooms, closed doors, (laughs) kids, Kids. it's too much. It's too, it's too too much. much. Not (laughs) T-O-O-T-E-W, too much. Too much. Mm -hmm. Okay. So, so you're saying it like those of us from Baltimore. Okay. Mm -hmm. Two. Two. Too, too much. Yes, exactly. Because I can't. I think I'm traumatized. I can't. Mm. Oh, that made my stomach hurt. Okay, good. <laughs> but I can't. Okay, so for a lot of these, I don't want to dwell too long. Like, because there, it's a lot of really depressing shit that's going on. It is. I mean, but that's life. <laughs> I mean, <laughs> some people's realities is. This. this is true this is true i'm just keeping in mind that this is the healing space so i just want us to find ways of making sure that we're healing through all of this because there's a lot of pain but see that's a, so from my understanding the mm-hmm. way to heal from pain is to talk about it but it's talked about everywhere though like everybody's talking about it so when are we well, going to begin, begin the healing process on it when people stop deflecting that it's not real Oh, well, that's very true. So. That's very true. Speak a word. Yeah. Okay. Mm, not today. <laughs> okay, so the first thing we're going to talk about is Robert Kelly. Yay. <laughs> what? Don't you hear the excitement in my voice? <laughs> it, sounds, it sounds like when you first said oh, hi. Oh, shit. <laughs> well, no, I'm actually excited to be here. Yes, <laughs> I am. But I'm not excited about him, no. Uh, yeah, so what, what's going on? So, so first of all, stuff stuff that we've known for literally decades. Decades. I'm not necessarily sure why it's such news now. <laughs> like, like, like even with the documentary. I mean, I, the funny thing is, not, it's not funny at all, actually. Right. But I remember being a kid and seeing the video. Yeah. And being, I think that was elementary school or middle school. How old are you trying to make me feel right now? I'm Jesus. Not to make you feel Shit, he said He's middle like, oh, school. I'm like, um, I was easily in my 20s when that thing came out. Really? Yes. Oh, see? <laughs> see? Yeah, that was middle school. Mm-hmm. Wow. Mm-hmm. How old are you? I can't tell y'all that. Jesus. All oh, right, artist mm-hmm. and all that shit. Well, okay. that's not why. Oh. Uh, I I'm going to tell y'all. <laughs> that's the difference. But um, yes, we've known this for years, decades. Yes. Um, I think the change is when someone decided to actually put it on blast. Um, I can't remember the lady's name, but she's the creator or the uh, CEO of Me Too movement. Mm-hmm. And she, I believe that's right. Oh, no, sorry. No, I'm wrong. Ha ha. Um, mute <laughs> uh, R. Kelly. That oh. She's the creator of that. Okay. Um, and she wanted to make sure that everyone understood what was going on. Mm-hmm. So... Right now, I think he should just be put away. Um, he's hurting a lot of individuals. Not only, I think everybody is stuck on the idea that it's only women. Right. But in the documentary, it clearly states that he has one of the girls become his boy toy. Mm. Um, and that, to me, just indicates that he's actually messing with boys, too. The difference is, right now, with the Me Too movement... That is the, I want to say the, the banner. Is that the word I want to use? Sure. Cool. <laughs> um, <laughs> the, the face, excuse me. 
I'm like, mm-hmm. I don't even know what direction you're going in. So no. that's why I'm. <laughs> so the face of Me Too. So that's why they are being spoken about or talked about the most. Now that's interesting. So you're gonna make. I don't know. I know I'm not. I know Goodwill. I'm not gonna do more research. Um, but I didn't know that it had anything. I didn't know they spoke anything about little boys. Well, it. So I feel like you have to read between the lines, as clearly nobody was doing with him before. Because him being the Pied Piper and listen, so (laughs) listen. But if you're able to make a girl a boy, and that means you have a fixation of some type of masculinity in the bedroom, so he would dress them up as boys. Yeah, she cut her hair. Yeah, she cut her hair. She um, she had like on baggy shirts and things. Like she became a lesbian oh yes i don't want to use the derogatory term right a butch lesbian ha huh. that was nice yes um so yes mm. that oh okay i mean but that to me that i mean if everything else was true well my my thing is i don't know i'm always one of those people that's very direct and very why did we even need all of this like he married Aaliyah. I'm not really sure why we needed decades later of information where that should have told you a whole lot just right there. Why'd you need like mountains of of ev- evidence? Um, <laughs> like, um, because I, I because there were people around him c- covering it up. Right. So if Aaliyah's mom, ooh, sorry, family uh-huh, <laughs> can cover up <laughs> the situation. And make it seem like, oh, this was something that, you know, didn't really happen. Like, right. even with the documentary, she was like, that's not true. Ma'am, what? <laughs> what? You won't even let us release music from the girl. Yeah. So you can make more money. Yeah. So what was really good? Yeah. Because I'm sure most of that music is really painful. Right. And really dark. Yeah. And the only reason why it was going to sound good is because of Timbaland and Missy Elliott, mm. which also goes into how they broke up. And they weren't as close or working together as before because that team was really tight. Right. So come on, like there's correlations to everything. But you know what the, the fuck do I know? Well, well, with this being a mental health podcast, of course I want to get into that. And this is an inconvenient truth, to be honest with you. Uh, he has mental health issues. Right. And I think an inconvenient truth to people don't want to hear is that he is deeply disturbed and deeply troubled. Like, people just want to make him a monster and be done with it. But right. monsters come from someplace, you know? Right. Like, there, people aren't just born monsters. Right, you create a monster like Ex- you create anything else. Exactly. So, the situation is, is that he absolutely needs to pay for what he's done. Right. But we also need to take into consideration that he has literally created a universe within his mind where he is completely justified in everything, everything that, that he's he done. Yeah. Like, this isn't even seem- a situation... It doesn't even seem different or weird to him. Right. That's what I'm saying. Like, we're, we're not looking at a situation where he, like, he's a genius when it comes to music. Right. But let's be clear. We're not dealing with a criminal mastermind when it comes to this on, idea. He had. <laughs> no, no. This dude really does believe in his mind. Right. That, that he, he. This is right. Yes. I'm doing nothing wrong. I should yes. have multiple women. I can have whatever I want. Yes. I want kids. child listen it's scary Mm. it's very very scary and my thing is is that everyone's talking about you know kill him he needs this he needs he needs help like real and i don't even know at this point at this age that's the thing at this age i don't even know what kind of help he's he's gonna be willing to get 
Because he's see, so far gone as far as this is the world. He literally has buried himself into a different character. Yeah. Character. Right. Of himself. Mm-hmm. So getting that deep and trying to heal that child that was hurt. Yeah. Ooh. Yeah. And, and that's what happened in the interview with Gail, you know? Because it's like she's sitting there talking to him and even wanting to touch on that. Mm-hmm. He doesn't believe that his past and him being abused has anything to do. do. Right. Nothing. Because he shut it out. Listen. Maybe Listen. It still exists. Yes. It's still there. It's still there. Mm. But shout out to her being a phenomenal journalist. She, listen, the way she sat there and she let him have the tantrum of a century. And was not moved. <laughs> not at all. Not changed. <laughs> Not aggravated, <laughs> baby. This is all you. It has nothing to do with me. Nothing. See, that's the to spirit listen. of a goddess. Look, uh-huh. a mom, an auntie, actually. Look, because mom would actually slap the shit out of you. Would would. Auntie'd be this like, is auntie, baby. Right. You mm-hmm. go ahead and get that all out. Right. I love mm-hmm. you still. Right. You can't come to my house. Right. But I love. I'm gonna still be here after you're done. Right. Right. You're gonna have to leave. You have to leave. Not in this house. I don't know who raised you, but it wasn't me. <laughs> it clearly wasn't my sister, because she would have fucked you up. Uh-huh. <sighs> I'm just saying. It was your grandma letting you get away with everything? Is that no. What it no, it wasn't grandma Not either? my grandma. Oh. Maybe his grandma. Okay. Clearly, we know we're not going to talk about his family, because we don't know them. We don't know them. Mm-hmm. Right. Okay. I mean, we took that skit a little too far? Yeah. Okay. Um. <laughs> <laughs> mm. <laughs> so we're gonna see where this goes next because he has been released from from jail twice um so he he was put in before and a sister i forgot what her name is uh she got him out on bail she i mean she bailed him out she paid the whole thing yeah what the, fuck did the she first do? time he <laughs> and i think they said that she had she had met him what was it months ago or something like that oh, at some chick. event and she was talking about how, and she works with kids, um, and right, exactly, exactly. And she was saying that um, I can't, from a journalistic point of view, I don't want to misquote her, so I won't even go into all that. Mm-hmm. But just know that yes, her her background oh, is working with kids. So most of and, the money that he had has been given to her. Use oh, okay. So then uh, he ends up going back to jail again this past week. When you guys are listening to this anyway, if you're listening to this, it was in like months from now. <laughs> it, it was this week of what? What did we just pass? That was March, the week of uh, March, like fourth through ninth or something like that. Yeah. Two thousand, um, two thousand nineteen. It um, might have been the start of the Lent. <laughs> and that, that'd be the get you gotcha. So, oh shit, he out again. But yeah, so he ended up getting released again. And as of this recording, we don't necessarily know who got him out this time. But this was he was go fund me. <laughs> He was in jail this time because of uh, back child support that he hadn't right. paid. Over a hundred. And um, listen, it. Listen, you can't. Are you talking to the oh. misfits? Or? Yes, I am. Over a hundred thousand dollars. Yes, I am. All of you. Uh, but yeah, so it's just like this is a, a continuing cycle, mm-hmm. and it. He finds ways out every, every single time. time. The, the interesting thing is when he goes down, mm-hmm. it's going go, it's going down. Yeah, in the basement. Yeah, <laughs> Nicki Minaj. <laughs> I'm just saying, it's going like he's going to be locked up for a while. Yeah, and nobody's gonna be able to get him out. That bail's gonna be high. Yeah, I hope it's a female judge, a black female judge. So, so you know who can't be locked up? Michael. Yeah. 
And so we're going to go ahead and switch over to that now. Yeah. There, there won't be any jail time for Michael Jackson. I mean... He was acquitted and he is still being put in the news. Um, I'm interested in your take on leaving Neverland. If, well, even if you didn't see it, from what it is that you know. I saw part one. Okay. And from part one, it's very disturbing. Have mm-hmm. you seen um, 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 something in plain sight? Um, it's a kidnapping show on it. Oh, uh, yes, yes, yes. yes. Um, so, yeah, that's stupid. I heard. <laughs> Which is why no. I don't even want to watch it, because I heard that it was just and the not- people were so foolish. No, Like, beyond. he was just straight in oh. bed with the girl. And was and his taking, reasoning for I'm taking my neighbor's daughter on a trip to horses, but I'm not taking my own kids. Anyway, so take me back to Michael. <laughs> and I brought that up. I think it was called abducted in plain sight. Dumb. <laughs> so it's the same thing because these parents are allowing their child to be with Michael, and that's fine. Listen to me clearly. Them meeting Michael hanging out with Michael while mom and dad is there mm-hmm. is fine. Once it goes over to oh yeah we want him to we want him to spend the night and we're gonna sleep in the same bed. Girl what? <laughs> Not my child. Right. But also like in part one you realize that kids don't know what is quote unquote what feels right. Right. So that's what was disturbing for me because how can you tell, how can you know from a child's point of view that they're going through something or experiencing something traumatic if they're not able to articulate in some shape or form that um, they are, hey, this man is touching me and it feels good, but I don't think it's wrong. But we're having sex in multiple rooms of our his house. But I don't think it's wrong because, well, I I love him because this is my idol. So nothing's actually bad. I'm stuck. I'm I'm confused as a grown ass man because it's like, oh, shit, did I get touched? Right. Did somebody touch me? Did somebody manipulate me to make me feel like I'm doing something right when this is completely inappropriate? Right. On a whole emotional, mental, physical level. So my take is that, but also like these people crazy. Well, let's be careful. I'm about to say, let's be careful with the crazy word. Okay. Yes. So, okay. <laughs> yes. Cause I don't like it either. I don't like that word. Either. So these, these individuals are very hurt. Yes. Very damaged mm-hmm. and broken. Yes. And broken in a, a place where the only people who can fix them is themselves yeah but you have to actually want to go back and fix yourself right now, granted michael can't right. fix himself because he's no longer with us he's not even, he wasn't here when he was here wow speak a word i'm just saying i mean wow. even from like the the, the, the the series like yeah 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 um the i think the the publicist or whoever was around michael makeup artist was like oh he's like a nine-year-old child uh-huh <laughs> and so I'm gonna put another uh, actual nine year old child with this grown ass man. Right. I don't think that's how that works. Yeah. So y'all knew what was going on, but y'all didn't care. Yeah. And I get why you didn't care because the money was good because that estate is huge. Right. And right. No, I'm no, no. There's a whole like train. Yeah. 
That's retarded. That's right. You had this much money? And so I get how you can silence people. So, yeah. 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 Mm-hmm. Well, my, my thing is, is that the actual person has to take accountability but those who have allowed it to go on for so long mm. need to be held accountable as well, you know, mm. because you, you can't just assume that he was there on <clears throat> on the property of Neverland all by himself. He right. had whole workers. Hello? You know? <laughs> so I'm like, is a everyone gardener, ju- listen, a train driver, <laughs> a zookeeper, <laughs> uh, what like landscapers? Yeah. But you, you also had family. And let's be completely honest. You know good and well, all of them, every single one of them had to have known that something was suspect. And the fact that everyone just let it go, you oh, know? But this is why Janet is so quiet. <laughs> Hello? <laughs> on her own personal on her, shit? Yeah. And on this shit? Yeah. She gets, he gets her, her Mary J. Um, Blige glasses <laughs> and her cloak, and she keeps it moving. Mm-mm. Not here. Well, see that that's the thing. The thing is, is I mean, at the end of the day, of course, this is speculation. You know, he was he was acquitted, so we're only able to go off of what we believe. You know, it's still it's still considered alleged. You know, um, but at day's end, I believe that when you look at both of these men, it's it's an interesting situation of the ball being dropped as far as accountability mm-hmm. and allowing them. To continue to do things if it actually took place um because of their music Mm -hmm. because and you you have to be in a space where you can separate the two Mm -hmm. where you can say okay you were a genius musically but we can hold your feet to the fire when it comes to what it is you've done to these underaged people you know plain and simple it's like okay we can say that we believe i believe i can fly and all these things were masterpieces while also being able to say you are a horrible person for what you did to these people even if what it is that you've been through yourself damaged you Mm -hmm. at the end of the day you have to be willing to do the work and wake up to what it is that you're doing to others the cycle has to stop you know yeah you have to want the cycle to stop right right and and you can you can only be my thing is is that we can feel bad for people we can make the excuse that they were damaged and that creates the person they are now Mm -hmm. but when you have enough people yelling at you that you're wrong and and that's my thing to go back to r kelly my thing is is that after a while we have to be willing to do some self-reflection when you put yourself so deep into a hole that you can't even imagine imagine that you're doing something wrong you have to be put away and that, I'm not even saying that from a place of malice. I'm saying for the safety of yeah. humanity yeah. and from yourself, you need to be put away it's because crazy. it's never going to stop. I don't want him to go to jail, though. Anyway, no. I want him to go to a asylum. Uh, yeah, absolutely. Absolutely. he's mentally un- unstable. Right. So, yeah. And see, people are wanting him to go to jail and, you know, well, no, this is going to happen to you. Right. This, that, that, that's not the answer. This, listen, anyone who knows anything about jail knows that one of the number one things that they will kill you in there for right. is pedophilia. Yeah. Listen. Yeah, that. Oh, well, see, you know, jails have changed because before it was, you know, we don't fuck nobody. Right. And now, well, you got fucking everybody. So. Right. <laughs> but yeah, okay. So we're going to go ahead and knock out one more of the heavy things before we can get into something lighter. And that is Jussie Smollett. Who's that? <laughs> 
which which is what uh, half of America probably said when he first started being blasted all over the news. Um, those of us in the black queer community, the large majority of us already knew who he was. Mm-hmm. Um, and for a lot of us, it wasn't just because of Empire. A lot of us knew who he was before that, yeah. you know. Um, but of course, for a lot of people, Empire is where he became more famous. Mm-hmm. Um, playing what was it, Jamal Lyon? I believe his name was. Whoever she um, is, <laughs> I stopped watching it. Right. I think the middle of season two, I was like, I can't do it no more. Um, loved season one, but by season two, I was like, this is. By the end of season one, I was out. <laughs> like this is not what I thought the show was going to no, be at, at all. all. Um, but A fucking circus. I um I have not talked about this on the podcast. I mean, the podcast has only been up lately, so I guess I wouldn't have. But <laughs> even when I came back for the last episode, I didn't talk about it, only because I've been so disturbed by human beings like my my first thing is is that i've been disturbed by and we don't really have to go into breaking the details down because lord knows no matter who you are you should know all of them (laughs) all 16 of them um my issue has been how quick people were to judge Mm -hmm. how quick people were to condemn and I've stayed silent because my whole thing is both sides have sound strange to me. What it is that Jussie has shared and what the Chicago PD has shared. Something ain't right. Listen. Something that. Oh, well, see, that's why that's how we're going to talk about this, because we don't have to talk about the details. Right. I don't. Something isn't right in the information that we're receiving from both sides. Somebody. Everybody may be lying. Right. But somebody isn't telling the complete truth. Yes. And the pieces don't make sense. Right. Like him lying about it, I can see that. Mm-hmm. But the way that the police are going about it, something ain't right. Yes. That means he was telling some form of truth, and y'all don't know how to either accept it, deal with it, or know how to take the action to fix it. Right. Now, him getting fired, that's horrible. But, like, why would you... That wouldn't make any sense. Why would you set it up to where you get fired? Knowingly... So, wait. So, wait. I know that he was taken away from the last couple of episodes of the season, but he's been, like, treated to fire now? Oh, I thought that's what... No, no, no. no, They they were taking him out of the last couple of scenes for the season, but not from the show as a whole. Oh, okay. Yeah. I think they're still figuring... They're waiting to figure out everything. Yeah. I think they're going to wait until they get the... At least he's not getting paid. He fired. <laughs> Look, let's be honest. Well, my well, my thing is, is that the the and and this is the thing. Like I was saying at the very beginning of this particular part of the conversation, what disturbs me is from heterosexual people, homosexual people, like all the way around, like <clears throat> everyone who has come out against him, black, white, mm-hmm. the people who, with the little bit of information they had, I mean, even before we got to the point where they even had the um the uh. What is his name? The the chief commissioner, mm-hmm. whoever it was, the black guy in Chicago. Before he even got up there and said what he had to say, mm-hmm. there were people who already feel some kind of way. Mm-hmm. So I'm like, y'all didn't waste any time calling no. bullshit on this. And, all. and that was so weird to me. Like, my thing is, what is it that, because a lot of people said, once they came out and said, you know, that it wasn't true and all this stuff, there were a lot of people who were saying for you to be an advocate for black people and for LGBTQ people. This makes me not trust you no more and all this kind of stuff. That's the direction people went in first 
For me, my thing is, is for all of the good that he's done, why wouldn't your first question be, why? What is it that took place so that we can have a conversation? Maybe you need to be healed. Mm -hmm. Maybe something happened that hurt you. And, and let's have a con of, right. And yeah. this is your way of lashing out. Let's have a conversation about it so we can make things better. By the, the fact that y'all all canceled him off of one thing after all of the good things he's done. And, and my thing is, it's not even on no R. Kelly, Michael Jackson type right. shit. It's it's like, shit. He told a lie and he ended up having, if, if it was a lie, somebody ended up, you know, scratching him on his eye and all this shit. That's all that happened. Right. And you're making was hurt him, right. Besides him. And you've made him into a social pariah. Yeah. And it's so weird to me. Because I'm think like. I honestly think it's because he's a black man. Yeah. And he's also a black gay man. So it's kind of like everybody's like, oh, this is normal. They lie. They're not real. Yeah. Fuck y'all. <laughs> Fuck y'all. Because that's not, that's not the reality. Yeah. You don't know the full story. Yes. And mm. he, they had him take up so much airtime. Did far still, more than it needed to be. Still, listen, he's it's still, crazy. He's still a hot topic. Yes, because everybody wants to know why, or not even why, but what else is going on. Right. No. Yeah. Right. Yeah. Don't, don't actually want to know. Yes. Because to me, like when this happened, um, everybody was like, "Oh, he was hurt." Da da da. But y'all didn't care about when transsexual, uh, transgender. Yes, that genders <laughs> were being killed. I think one was just killed the other day, mm -hmm. um, and nobody cares about that, right? But y'all are upset about this, which I'm not focusing on a bigger scale of what could actually be going on. Yeah, he could have actually been attacked, right? He could have actually fought back, and how it looks now just looks like it's a whole bunch of malarkey. No, somebody, somebody's crying wolf, right? We just don't know which one's the wolf. Yeah, yeah, this is absolute facts. So. absolute facts so things are still coming out <clears throat> so you know now that i've I'm actually talked and <laughs> now that we've actually talked about it on the podcast this makes me feel a little bit more comfortable about maybe mentioning it again in the future i'm just i don't one of the things that i've been uh concerned about doing mm -hmm. is putting too much spotlight on things that's the reason why i'm you know doing, making making sure that we uh we incorporate the mental health aspect of it mm -hmm. because I want to make sure that from our point of view, you know, it's like, okay, we're sticking with what the healing space is all about instead of it being gossipy because none of these situations are something we should be gossiping about. Facts. We need to be getting to the core of the reason why this Ooh, shit has happened. You, you know, so. maybe could he have been molested? Who? Jesse. Or touched or mm -hmm. some type of way within the, like the production entertainment thing. And this was a. Well, there are some people who are speculating that the situation ended up being there with some date that went awry or yeah, something of that nature. That, I'm sure he's done that before and it's gone awry, but it could, couldn't have gotten that bad. Right. I'm going to lie. Yeah. Oh, this man hit me, but I'm going to say it just too many. That don't make. That doesn't court, that doesn't make any logical sense. Right. Well, they they said that the two brothers or who are the the two black guys, the the trainers, that don't or make no sense they either. <laughs> they they said that they were saying that the Chicago PD made up those things that they said that they said. Oh. They said that we never said that. That's what he wrote the check for. They said we never said that. So I'm, you're See? sitting right. So I'm like you're sitting there now, and you're like the people who you're saying were coming out against him are even saying that they weren't saying these things against him. So what is the real truth? There's a whole movie the that's truth? gonna be made about Hello. this shit. It's the a whole movie. Is, Chicago police are corrupt. <laughs> yes, and, and so is the mayor, Rahm Emanuel. 
So, well, there goes. That's listen. Gotham City. <laughs> is in real, life. in real life. Listen. You just got to listen. Sure. <laughs> Metropolis is New York. <laughs> I've called New York Gotham a lot of times, but yeah. It, it, it has been. I've actually read that that's the way it's supposed to be. Mm-hmm. Um, so that's very interesting to me. It makes me sad, though, because I want Gotham to be New York. But it's so much more corrupt in Chicago. Mm-hmm. So, but yeah. see, New York and Metropolis, ooh, we are off on a tangent. Off. Uh, listen. <laughs> but Metropolis listen. is really like light and airy and happy, and everything's like really grand. New York is not those things. Mm, not to you. <laughs> To everybody else. To everyone else who? I'm just saying, like, there's a... there's a Who like, is light and airy with New York? Let's be clear. Okay. The people who live there. I who, lived there. Who, right. Uh-huh. People who live there, who've been there. Okay. Who had, like, who were residents of New York. Okay. No. People outside of that realm... Yes, Listen, it's a perception. I want y'all right. Oh, oh, outside of it. Yeah. Okay, there we go. Okay, outside of okay. The yes, have, who actually yes. know what New York, New York yeah. is? Yeah. My God, I need to go there so I can float on air in Times Square. Yes, right. oh, that rhymed. Okay, oh, um. <laughs> such a tangent. <laughs> anyway, okay, so th- that was good because that helped us to move on to something See? lighter. So the first thing, are you? Oh yeah, you can. I was like, can you talk anything about these next three things? Yeah. But yes. Okay. So Brightburn. Mm-hmm. So before we decided to record this, Kennedy and I watched the preview for a movie coming out called Brightburn, and that's, um, this is heavy too. That's listen, a, a dark ass movie. So pretty much, it's telling the story of a kid who you come to find out is uh, a super. It's kind of like reverse. Superman, <laughs> if, if Superman was actually a child who came here to kill, um, <laughs> he was. So, <laughs> so it was very interesting. I was initially like concerned about watching it because everyone was, talk, was talking about how disturbing the the preview was. So I was like, well, let me hold off because oh, no, it takes oh, a lot can, to it, it takes a lot to bother me. Yeah, yeah, yeah. Since it was a preview, we can talk about that. Yeah. So the only thing that disturbed me in it. Was the yeah the, the glass in the woman's eye That's like disgusting. that was a lot mm-hmm. especially for a preview that anyone can see. So wait, let's give details. Okay, it wasn't that the glass was in her eye because we've seen that before. It's the right. fact that she was pulling, pulling the glass it out. out of her eye. Yes, and she was just fine. Listen, Man, you need to die for real. She was so chilling when she pulled yeah, that she, thing she out. She needed to die. <laughs> That's exactly why. Because she probably dark too. Mm-hmm. <laughs> she probably dark too. Mm-hmm. So okay, if you we won't were, get me. If we were looking at this from a uh, Superman point of view, then imagine if Martha was the only one who truly believed that he was innocent. And that's what this movie is given. At least towards like the end of the preview. Then it looked like she was sitting there like, what the hell is going on? Right. She was like, oh, fuck this. I'm not doing this. Not. Mm-mm. I thought you were good. And now you're insane. Hello? Mm-mm. So this is from um oh what is his name Lord, the uh, director behind um, Guardians of the Galaxy. Mm. I forgot what his name was. James something. I'm not good with names. But he ended up being in a huge controversy off of some tweets that he posted having to do with pedophilia. Oh, and um, so he's a pedophile too. Well no 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 he was making fun of it, and people got mad about that. Now here's James Gunn. That's his name, James Gunn. Now here's my. You said, oh, "Well, maybe you're one of the people that's the reason why he was taken off of Disney." So he was removed from Disney because of that. Now, see, I'm on the opposite side of things. Now hold on. Like, 
<laughs> as racist as Disney has been, <laughs> and all the shit that they probably actually do, mm-hmm. that is really interesting. Because they probably only did because he publicly said something. Right. Which is so But up. my thing is, is that, okay, so you put up inappropriate tweets in your past. Because mm-hmm. I don't even think it was something that happened recently. It was in the past. See? Allow him space. Delete your to- tweets. Right. <laughs> Allow him space to apologize for it. Like, no, he was just gone. Like, you got to go. Because that's the world we live in now, you know? It's like redemption for people. Now, it's different if you're doing something over and over and over again. Then I get it. But if it's like you slipped up one good time, oh, then it's people like... people ruthless now. I yes. think people are overly sensitive. Oh, absolutely. And it's not a bad thing, mm-hmm. but it creates a bad situation. Yes. And, and the, the thing is, is that... And because I've talked about on the podcast before about how I think people are too overly sensitive. But as, as you just stated, like the thing is, is that there has to be a balance. The problem is, is that there are people existing on both sides. Mm-hmm. There are those who on the extreme side of people are too sensitive. And then the sensitive ones who are far too extreme, mm-hmm. you know. So it's like you get situations where you're saying, you know, why are you canceling everybody? And they're like, well, are you trying to minimize our feelings? And, you know, are we, we need to be validated as well. And th- Sounds like a cancer. <laughs> but But it's like you absolutely it's beautiful that we live in a society now where we can truly speak up Mm -hmm. where there are more and more voices coming up saying we're not going to take it anymore however we need to be realistic and understand that there are negative people on both sides right let's not act like there's one extreme victim right and then a lot of people don't understand there's a gray area yes and yes focuses on oh this or that right no it's actually maybe yeah listen listen everybody's real quick to be like oh you did this okay i'm taking a hard stance on one side or the other and it's like but there's a middle there's There's absolutely and people will argue my thing is just because and i say this i say this all the time just because you're loud doesn't make you right Mm. let's be very clear usually when you're loud you're wrong listen there was and i'm gonna post it once i'm back on social media because i haven't talked about it since we started this episode but i ain't been on social media this is gonna go go off topic a little bit i haven't been on social media i no longer get on unless i'm posting about the podcast i'll get on for a week post about the podcast and then my ass vanishes again because i'm done with social media like facebook twitter instagram well instagram not as much but twitter and facebook are depressing because it's where pain people go to commune together (laughs) and i'm like i don't want no part of it so you gotta stop making your voice get so low because the misfits can't hear you (laughs) i'm trying to figure out the word i usually go into my shell when i'm trying to figure it out come on um heroes in a half show hello um (laughs) but yeah that's where negativity breeds Mm -hmm. but see well I probably should stay away too, but I I think I learned how to censor yeah. what it is and what it isn't for myself. Mm-hmm. So it could be as bright as it want to be, right? Or as dark as it wants to be. I'm like, oh, okay, well, cute for you. Yeah. <laughs> the thing with me is that, and this is just me being completely honest, I would almost have to remove damn near everyone 
on my timeline. No, you call muting them. <laughs> muting them. But see, but then it would damn near be boring because it's like there will be almost nobody left. Like Look, I think I can count. Positive. This is true. This is true. <laughs> I feel like I can count on like my ten fingers the amount of people who don't feel the need to constantly be. I don't, and I think the thing that saddens me is that there are a lot of people who believe that they are doing really good work that they are necessary people then when you talk about the 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 toxicness that's on social media they don't believe it's them because they believe they're doing the good work but they don't realize that what they're doing the entire time they're they're really tearing down people lots so the thing is is, you know myself i'm being opinionated that's how i feel about it right but your feelings may be valid yeah but your opinion doesn't always need to be heard yeah yeah like you it doesn't have to become a thing of every single day you're every finding ways all you're becoming are now. the people who you're fighting against Fact. that's what's happening Ooh, <laughs> like, well, i have a friend who does that but i don't think she knows that she does that and that, there we go and that's why i have to distance myself because it's like every time somebody comes around mm-hmm. i have to say something about them like i'm a people watcher yeah but in the joke of i'm i'm always gonna lift somebody up right if you have some shoes that look atrocious mm-hmm. Ooh, i need me a pair of those shoes but that's because they're your shoes right yeah i want a pair because i want you living yeah i want to live too you want to live too you confident <laughs> i want to be confident too and that's it yeah but tearing somebody down and creating this space of oh i i would never do that or no that's not okay right not for me yeah yeah so okay so that was what was that wow we got there from brightburn wow okay so <laughs> the next one is captain marvel so i went to see captain marvel this weekend fuck you <laughs> <laughs> so the devil so i'm sure you're gonna be seeing it sometime oh, this week mm-hmm. or weekend coming up mm-hmm. or sometime in the week after that when? probably this coming weekend okay <laughs> it's like Definitely wait this weekend i can't wait that long so i i think that it was good i felt like it could have been better i feel like it could have been a little meatier um i believe that they could have gotten a little deeper into some of the characters backstories but other than that it was it was hella funny that much i can say i laughed quite a bit you said characters who's in it besides her that needed a storyline well i feel like when it comes to there were several people uh well or maybe just the um jude law's character um he was a part of the crew. <laughs> There's not a lot that I can say though, because this is spoiler free. Her. Um, but <laughs> so you feel like Jude Law's character? Um, Jude Law's character could have been okay. um, a little bit more with Annette Benning's character. Definitely more with Annette Benning's character. Okay. Um, who else? It's gonna be a part two, right? Uh, well, of course, with yeah. yes, always. But she's also gonna be in um, right. In game. Well, they're gonna do this just like they did. If uh, you Captain don't America. come closer to this microphone, they're gonna do this just like they did Captain America. <laughs> That's all I'm saying. Oh yeah, all of the major characters all get yeah. more than one movie. So yeah, so she's definitely gonna have more than Ooh, one. Ooh, see, my hope is that they bridge X Men with this. Well, they have to, and the reason why they have to now that Disney now owns. All I'm saying is, I need a rogue movie. Well, that's what I'm. Well, rogue, you know who she gets her powers from. So now that they have access to all the characters, they have to tell. And this isn't a spoiler for anybody because you should just be you should be a nerd. Um, But (laughs) should. (laughs) But rogue gets her powers from Captain Marvel. Puts her in a whole damn coma. Yes, does. (laughs) That's a battle. I need to see the battle. Uh, And I think that would. Yeah, that'd be awesome if that was like the third movie. 
Mmm, come on, come on. Because by the time they get around there, the X-Men will have been introduced into the Hello. Marvel Cinematic Universe. So yeah. Right. So yeah, you guys should see uh, Captain Marvel. I'm about to watch, um, what's her name, Grace Randolph. I always watch her. She has a show called Movie Math on YouTube where she gives a rundown of the box office and all that kind of stuff. So I want to see how much money Captain Marvel bought in this weekend. You can Google it. Um, you can. Okay. But I watch her because she gives a whole rundown <laughs> yeah. of all the films and you can hear her talk about it. Yeah, it's just once again. No, I want to be entertained. <laughs> Thank you. Oh, excuse me. E- exactly. I'm entertained by reading. Thanks. So. Oh, mm-hmm. that's that's adorable. Sure. Mm-hmm. Some of us can do more than just one way of entertainment. Okay. So then the next thing would be <sighs> podcasts. Yay. Podcasts. So <laughs> anyway, so while I've been uh, chilling away from social media, I've been getting, funny enough, you would say books. I've been getting more into books, into podcasts, finding other ways to entertain myself, being off of social media. So there are a few podcasts that I was already listening to, but I was like really able to get into them deep since I've been gone. And three of them in particular would be The Read, The Friend Zone, and Him Podcast. So I wanted to give a shout out to all of them because I've really appreciated being able to, especially with Him. Like with Him, I think I went and listened to all of their episodes i think from maybe july of last year up until now and yeah so i i i love all of those guys i Def- love the read yeah oh, i was yeah. i was talking about him but yeah, yeah i know but i'm saying okay but uh-huh. <laughs> i have to listen to him no i have to listen to him because yeah it sounds interesting yeah but i love the read so it, i had stepped away that's why i came in <laughs> at that moment sorry about that Honest, they gotta know the misfits have to know what's going on mm-hmm. Mm-hmm. but yes they're nosy so are they oh listen somebody. some 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 of the some of the misfits are all right they are I, okay. I despise nosiness but that doesn't mean that all the misfits aren't Look, there are many I can tell you about a co-worker i got i can't do <laughs> oh, lord god Ooh. you ever have somebody who just want to be in the business just to know what's going on mm-hmm. and then that's it and they just want to be included. <laughs> they just want to be a part. Yeah, include your ass in the chair somewhere else. Look, that was my best. You just need to get it out. Mm-hmm. It was on your spirit. It was. Well, sending a big shout out to Malik, Stevie, Aaron, and Trey from the Hem Podcast. I enjoy all of them for different reasons. I enjoy all of them for different reasons, uh, and. The conversations, and I actually hit them up on um, Twitter, and I let them know uh, this was, I think, maybe a month or two ago about how much I appreciate all of them. And there was definitely a specific episode in particular. I think it was called Mama's Boy uh, that really spoke to me, and I appreciated how vulnerable all of them were during the episode, and I enjoyed that a lot. Mm -hmm. Uh, But then, of course, also there is uh, The Read and The Friend Zone. And I put the two of them together because The Read was the original. And The Friend Zone is kind of like a spinoff in the sense that all of them are like really good friends. Mm -hmm. And The Friend Zone came after. Um, I know that Kid Fury is really good friends with Dustin and Asante. I know that uh, Crystal and uh, Fran are really good friends. Mm -hmm. But no, The Read is Kid Fury and Crystal. And The Friend Zone is Dustin, Asante, and Fran. Okay. And I I love both shows. And I didn't listen to them as much before I got my SUV. 
But since I've gotten my SUV, I'm constantly listening to podcasts when I'm in the car driving. Is the body inconvenient truth? Really? Yes. Yeah. <laughs> but yeah, so I enjoy listening to all of those. What I love the most is that the Healing Space podcast is very different from a lot of those podcasts, mm-hmm. but I enjoy the difference in all of them. I love the topics in all of them. I love that I don't necessarily agree with everything everybody always says. Mm. You know, I love when I do agree. Mm. So that's what makes it entertaining for me that I can listen to these podcasts and there will be instances where I'm like, yeah, that's not something I would ever do or say or feel. Mm. But then other ones where I'm like, wow, you really spoke to my spirit just now. Because to me, it makes it an, uh, a well-rounded podcast. Right. If it was you know? always something you agree with, then why would you listen, listen. To it? Which is why I know that hopefully people enjoy this podcast because I know I say some things. Oh. <laughs> the people are like, no, bitch. No. Not that. Not me. <laughs> You're not talking to my spirit. <laughs> I need to receive these words of encouragement and light. <laughs> okay. So <laughs> this brings to an end the culture of pop. However, there's a new segment that I'm going to introduce to everybody. And so, okay, something that I've been working with my yoga students this month have been tapping into their mudras. So I want to explain in case you're looking at me like, what the hell is a... Did you say sound nasty? It does sound nasty. A a mudra sounds nasty to you? It sounds very sexual. Does it? It may be because a Scorpio was saying it to you. No. No, that's not what it is. Because because I know you. Whatever. (laughs) Whatever. Just saying. (laughs) Just saying. Anyway, so... We're going to go into this new segment where I'm going to start teaching our misfits about different mudras they may want to tap into. Okay. And when we come back on the other side, we're going to share our inconvenient truths. Okay. So I wanted to create this mudra moment as an opportunity to educate you misfits on what mudras are. And there are hundreds of them, at least from what it is that I've researched over the years. So I wanted to begin with educating you all on what a mudra actually is. Mudra means gesture or seal, and they're symbolic gestures often practiced with hands and fingers. Mudras are powerful tools channeling different energy flows throughout your body. The mudras are connected to the elements, which are represented by your four fingers and your thumb. Now, in my research over time, I found that the elements tend to change fingers according to the text that you read. So these are the ones that I've personally connected to. Your index finger is air. Your middle finger is fire. Your ring finger is water. Your pinky, earth. And your thumb, space. Now, it'll make a little bit more sense why I personally believe that those are the appropriate fingers and thumb placement as I educate you all on the very first mudra. This is the one we're going to touch on for this week, which is your prana mudra. Now, your prana is your life force. And the fingers and thumb that are connected for this, mind you, more often than not, your thumb is going to have some part of your mudra. The index finger and the middle finger along with your thumb. Now, earlier I explained that your index finger is air and your middle finger is fire. So what you're going to do is you're going to bend your pinky finger and your ring, your ring finger. You're going to take your thumb and place them over top of the uh, nail beds of those two fingers. So you're going to bring them down into your palm and you're going to take your thumb and put them over top of the nail beds, leaving only your uh, middle finger and your index finger standing up like completely straight. 
So for any of you blurs out there or any of you nerds in general who may be listening to the podcast, if you're familiar with Avatar The Last Airbender, then you know about the Fire Nation. Now, right now in your mind, you may not be able to see it, but once I explain it, hopefully you will. Take your mind back and ask yourself if you can remember whenever someone from the Fire Nation would shoot fire, what did their fingers look like? They were connected to their prana mudra. So imagine, think of Azula right now. When Azula would shoot her fire or even her lightning, she always had her hands in the prana mudra stance. So this is one of the reasons why, because in a lot of the other research that I've done on mudras, the fire, uh, I believe fire is usually the thumb, which I mean, I guess could still be connected, but for me, I feel like it works better this way as being the middle finger. There's a lot of reasons why for me, the <laughs> fire being the middle finger just works, but um <laughs> But yeah, so a little bit of knowledge when it comes to the uh, the prana mudra. It's called. It's also called the life force seal. It is one of the most important mudras, mostly because, well, prana, <laughs> your life force. It connects you not only to your life force, but it in turn activates dormant energy within you. It also allows you to connect your life force with all living beings. That's pretty powerful. So as I've been educating my misfits this month, uh, my students in yoga on the importance of mudras and the connection, especially when meditating, I've been educating them about the importance of connecting to their prana mudra now. For most of my students, I've gotten them up to about four mudras that I've educated them on so far, but I keep bringing them back to their prana because again, I believe it to be a very important mudra to connect to. I also don't think it's something that one should play with. I believe that when it comes to their meditation, as well as when they're flowing in their uh, yoga practice, they should be very mindful of the mudras they're connecting to because we never truly, there's so much going on inside of our bodies, you know, and when you connect these fingers, it immediately begins to activate things within you. So it's important to be mindful of it because there could be certain things going on with your body that you may not even realize and you'll come to find out it's because you connected a mudra. So keep that in mind. And as the weeks go along, I continue to educate you all on the importance of mudras and the different type of mudras. Hope you learned something. Okay, let's keep the show going. So I've had the topic of inconvenient truth on my mind for at least a month and a half. Mm -hmm. And I've wanted to talk about this. And initially I wanted to do it by myself, but I wanted it to be an episode where it wasn't just me sharing what I believed to be some inconvenient truths, mm -hmm. but I wanted another voice as well. Mm -hmm. uh, so that's mm -hmm. one of the, <laughs> so that's one of the main reasons why I wanted to have you on. Just so that, we, you know, not only could we throw back and forth our own inconvenient truths, but also speak to each other's as well. And dissect each other's. Exactly. Cool. You know? Cool. Um, <laughs> so the first one I wanted to talk about, an inconvenient truth. People not being able to handle you matching their energy. Ooh. Indeed. So one of the things that I have found <laughs> to be, I mean, the case all over the place like not just on social media but in day-to-day -day activities with people this could be at work 
this could be within your friendships mm. is that people feel like they can treat you some kind of way but when you return it and not even on some pettiness simply okay you're existing in your truth well i'm gonna exist in my truth too mm. and it could be something as as huge as someone attempting to have you lose your job you know mm. and you show up like okay well i'm going to match that energy i'm going to do the best of what i need to do which is going to show the failure that you are ooh i do that <laughs> so i'm not even trying to get you to lose your job i'm just do my job so well they're going to look at you and be like you or need I'm to step up look or i'm going to just let you do what you do listen and that has nothing to do with me right oh i do that <laughs> I, see i had to learn that <laughs> yeah it, it comes it comes or it could be something as minimal as you were the kind of person where you feel like, okay, I'm going to text you. I'm going to pay you complete dust and I'm going to let it go for like maybe three, four days. Not going to say anything to you. You just sent me five paragraphs Ooh. and I decided to pay you for five days. I come back and I don't even acknowledge those five paragraphs. No. I just start a whole new conversation. Won't. So then when it flips around season. and listen, <laughs> then when you flip around and you do the exact same thing. Pitch. Now, the person who initially did it is in their feelings. So why? What? what what's wrong with you? Why you respond to my text? Mind you, all they sent you was two sentences, but you paid it because you think I'm gonna respond when I feel like it. That's what you did. Ooh. So I'm going to show you that same energy and they feel some kind of I'm way triggered. <laughs> <laughs> did this hit? Did this mm. hit? Really? Yeah, yeah. I mean, yeah. <laughs> I mean, shit, we in phase two, and I'm still like, oh, okay. <laughs> shit. So it's it's things like this. People not being able to understand that there are repercussions, you know? Like, you put a certain energy out into the universe, the energy is going to come back to you in one way or another, you know? And, and uh, the reason why I say they can't take the same energy being brought back to them the same energy doesn't mean that it has to look the exact same way it's the same energy it can take a different form you know so that's the thing that people can't really get is that i'm allowed to act in my truth this is how i'm feeling in the moment mm. however you're not allowed to act that exact same way so right. it comes back to moment right so it's like okay so i did this mm -hmm. so when it comes back around again i wasn't I didn't take into consideration your feelings and how this could impact you. In the instance of the job, I'm just looking out for me. I want to get to the next level, even if it means I have to step on you. When it comes to text, not taking it into consideration, it takes but literal seconds to say, I'm really busy in this moment. Forgive me. I can't respond to you right now. I'll hit you back later. No, that That is that sounds... not hard. No. Now, that sounds right. That's not always received right and then when you say it's not received right what do you mean because when people when you tell somebody that you're busy mm -hmm. um i've been experienced where people have been like well you just make time for whatever you want to make time for well this is true right i don't have time for this right. but <laughs> people don't know how to receive oh, okay cool i'll talk to you later today. right they get into their feelings well see that becomes a whole nother conversation again I'm just because it's like my, my thing is is that like for me all i ask is for communication base level communication you know no, hold on now that's some bullshit from you what Maybe you mean you don't ask for base look base is responding back like that that's base level just responding back i could actually ask you to say a whole lot more but base level is simply giving two shits to respond back to someone i don't know if that's base level though really no i feel like that's 
I mean, I feel like a response. Communication? Not responding at all is the, the problem. Oh, look. <laughs> I just don't think that's the base level. <laughs> I just don't. Read, so, I'm just saying, so I think there's levels. So reading the text message okay. is base level. Are you serious? Because you don't have to respond. Child, okay. I'm just saying, so you responding is a different... I just, I'm just saying. But you reading the text I in respond, the communication. Hold on. I agree. <laughs> I I respond, at least try to respond to everything that comes to my phone. Okay. In some shape or form, because I will want you to respond to me. So for me, right. that's base level. Right. For you, it may not be. That's right. That's what I'm saying. Yeah. Yeah. But see, I also... I'm the kind of person where I also provide several different forms of communication let's say you're somebody who isn't really big on texting i'm not big on phone calls so i'm not gonna make that a thing but there's marco polo (laughs) hello you can marco polo easy actually that's my favorite way to communicate because like even if it's a situation where i'm driving i can't text you i'm driving not gonna have the phone up to my ear i'm driving i'm not gonna talk to you on the phone i'm gonna be bored with you so i'm, I'm not doing that so my head hurts. <laughs> marco polo we can send messages to each other really quick and keep it pumping so your whole thing is okay i don't feel like typing all these you just sent me five paragraphs bitch i'm not really in the mood <laughs> to respond back to all that with typing oh. so i'm gonna hit you on marco polo and say thank you for sharing all that oh. i'm gonna talk to you later okay See, I'm easy breezy. I can't speak to all these other people who are like, no, I need you to send me this huge monologue about how you... I don't need all that. I simply need for you to acknowledge shit. That's all I'm saying. I have a problem with the fact that... Because my thing is, okay, here's the deal. Here's the deal. Again, easy breezy. If you decide that when I send you a text message, long or short, that you're going to pay it for days on end and then come back and not acknowledge it, that's the problem. You're not even acknowledging it. When you come back and not acknowledge it, I'm going to meet that energy. Just know that. So when you come back, it might be two weeks before you hear back from me. Be okay with it. Be okay with it. Because if you were capable of going a whole week, then that means that you should be in a space where you can deal with the fact that I ain't said shit to you for two. (laughs) Listen. That's petty. That's petty. I'm meeting your energy. Listen. That's petty. Hey. What is it? My thing is, is that it would be different if you did that one time, Kennedy. It's different if you did it once. If that is a regular thing, then that literally means that you don't really care about how I feel. You're doing things on your time, how you operate, and that's okay. So, I will do the same. <laughs> like, I'm real good with being able to meet people where they are. Ooh. I have no problem with that. I have no problem with that. And sometimes that's maybe a fault of mine. Because I can meet you where you are, but you can't meet me where I am. Which goes back to what you said the first time. Listen. Cool. <laughs> Full circle, guys. Full circle. We're here all night. Not all night. We're here all the time, you know, on the podcast. <laughs> okay. So so that's my first inconvenient truth. Okay. okay so what's yours? Huh. My inconvenience truth is... Ooh, can't even say the word. Inconvenient truth is... That I am selfish. Hmm. Okay. Okay. And okay, so let me be very clear where my selfishness comes from Mm -hmm. or in what context. Sexually. So, (coughs) story time. (laughs) So, (laughs) I met someone online. Not going to say where. (laughs) Ha 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 ha. And we had a good session. Mm hmm. 
So that was fun. That was good. They were the receiver. <laughs> you like these play on words, right? Yes. Um, and we had a good time. I got sick. I had stomach flu. Didn't speak to each other for like, well, kind of off and on. Wait, you didn't, you need to be clear. You didn't get a stomach flu from. Oh no! Oh no! I did not get a stomach flu from the person. I'm like that was the immediate follow up. Crab salad. <laughs> And it went down. We had a session. I got a stomach flu. I'm sorry. Yes, no. (laughs) Anyway, so we talk again, and then he mentioned wanting to penetrate me. Okay. Oh. Hmm. (laughs) Um, that's unlikely. (laughs) No, that's not happening over here. And I understand a lot of people, not a lot of people, there are men who are versatile Mm -hmm. and who want to have the same experience that you are having. But that's not happening over here. I don't want you to feel like it's something about you. It's about me. No one at this given moment in time and space is penetrating me. Mm-hmm. And that's my truth. Now, how you feel about that, how you disappear from that, how you <laughs> ghost, how you Casper, how you become <laughs> a ghost, a cloud in the sky. Cool. But don't take it personal. Don't be Monica. Uh, I can't. I can't. <laughs> That's, that's mine. <laughs> there's, there's not really a lot to say to that. Like, are you, are you upfront with them in the very beginning about that? See, haha, no, because that's usually <laughs> not how I don't. I don't know how it's going to go. I usually play on energy, and how the energy usually works is me being the top. But if you don't plan to be a bottom, then isn't the energy always going to be you're going to be a top? But see. My energy may read top. Okay. Their energy may read like, oh, we're we're gonna flip. And let's be clear, I'm stacked on both sides. Uh-huh. So like, I get it. Like I'm just saying, I get it. Like I'm not I'm not skinny. I'm not fat. I'm very muscular. And I have I'm built like huh. Well no, not like a stallion, not just stallion. Whatever. <laughs> well, I'm I'm built like a very athletic person in okay. some shape or form. So trust me, sex sells, but you're not getting all the sex. Okay, let's be clear. Not here, not now. Well, well, my thing is, is that as long as you're making it clear, you know, like because I guess it can become awkward if the two of you are in bed and they're not clear that you're just a top. They may feel like it's they have the right to, you know, go and try to put their tongue in your booty. And then I'm sure it's kind of crushing to the ego when you suddenly tell them no because it wasn't a discussion ahead of time. Agree. So. But that's a question once you ask the question, I'm going to be direct. Right. And then we have a conversation. But if you don't want to have the conversation, that's not on me. That is a great segue into my next oh, one. <laughs> An inconvenient truth. People aren't prepared for total transparency. You lean into that microphone. I'm already looking Ooh. at you. <laughs> <laughs> you saw my face expression. I'm already Ooh. looking at you like you're about to play around with me right now. Yes. So people say that they want you to be completely honest with them. I feel like I don't have any more inconvenient truths after these two because this doesn't make any sense. Like this is how I've been feeling for the past year. So okay, it is. I am a very, very direct person, Mm -hmm. and I've been told for years that it can be a little unsettling. So I've attempted to, in this instance, dim my light for Mm. others. 
because I don't want to feel like I'm being too overwhelming for people. Mm. But I am someone who knows what they want. And I go after it. Plain and simple, you know. And that's in every aspect of life. I was not always this person. So that's the reason why I don't waver in it. When I was a kid, I was the complete opposite. I was afraid of everything. Didn't want to step out at all. When I hit my 20s, fuck that shit. Like, no. Like, I want what I want, and I'm going after it. And I've been told over and over again, you know, and you hear it all the time. Women, men, everybody's like, just be honest with me. But then I am. And then you can handle it. Listen. You don't know how to take it. Listen. You feel like I'm being dismissive or pushing you down. It has no- nothing. <laughs> just so I'm not yelling. <laughs> nothing to do with you. Nothing. Nothing at all. <laughs> it's about me. And unfortunately, it may sound selfish and very um, narcissistic. But no. If I don't want to do something and it takes me out of my comfort, my truth, and my path, why would I change that for you? And not because you're not worth it, but I've worked hard to get here. Meet me where I'm at. Ha ha. Back to number one. <laughs> and, and that's the thing. Like, compromise is real. That's absolutely real. I don't think it's real. But, oh, you don't think compromise is real? You're trying to take me onto a whole other conversation. So we're going to do five seconds. <laughs> I don't think compromise is real because I don't think you have to compromise who you are. But see, that, that's a whole different conversation. Like, well, there are people, like, there are so many people, mind you, and this is, I don't really give two shits. I'm sorry, I was about to say I don't I, I don't want to offend people, but I don't really care about that. Um, <laughs> there are a lot of people who absolutely love that clip of Eartha Kitt talking about compromise and how she laughs and everything. Mm-hmm. And why would I compromise for anyone? But I've never met anyone who loves that clip that isn't... <laughs> Let me, let me be very careful because <laughs> I do I don't want to be really mean when I say this but the only people I know who really love that are people where I can't foresee them being in a happy relationship even in the next decade like these are people who have a lot of really deep internal work to do and they don't like that scene I mean they love that scene <laughs> so my, my thing is is that when I think of compromise. compromise I'm not looking at it as someone being forced to change something Mm. when i see compromise i see it as it being once again i talk about this ad nauseum on the podcast when you're in a relationship you are not operating out of me you're operating out of we i don't understand anyone getting into a relationship and being me based and thinking it's going to be something you're going to be happy in Mm. i don't see it happening because a relationship is built for the two of you you're still an individual completely let's be very clear and And for that right so there are aspects where you blend there are aspects where you're completely yourself. When it comes to Kennedy just being Kennedy, you don't got to compromise shit. But when it comes to who Kennedy is in the relationship, there are certain things we've been for. We don't break. We bend for them. And that's the issue is that there are some people who can't get their minds wrapped around the bending portion because well, they, clearly I'm not bending right now because <laughs> they believe that it's all about them compromising. But it's not. The other person should be compromising, too. Mm. And there's the, the one red flag. If Kennedy is constantly being informed that he should compromise and if Kennedy's looking on the other side and saying that you're not compromising, too, there's a reason why you should call bullshit mm. because you shouldn't you shouldn't be asking me to change anything about who I am and you're not willing to do the same. Mm. Got to be balanced and equal the entire time. Because if I talk to you like I'm aggressive, harsh ass person and you can't manage 
to meet me or I come down to be a little bit softer. Yeah. But you can't raise up to be a little bit. Yeah. More direct. Right. Right. Mm -hmm. And I think that's understandable. If I'm saying to you, okay, I'm going to be a little more softer in my tone toward you because I see that's something that works for you. That don't work for me. So I'm asking, since I'm willing to do this for you to make you feel better, I need the real real. So can you say exactly how you feel when it comes to me? Don't confuse me. Listen. (laughs) (laughs) And, and, And that's the truth. The truth is, is that you're saying to me, okay, I can't take how transparent you are. Mm. I need for you to water that down a little bit. Okay, well, here's the deal. This ain't gonna work. I ain't gonna drown for you. So, (laughs) you talk about me watering Mm -mm. myself. Let's be very clear. Mm -mm. So, listen. (laughs) I need to be watered. I'm looking to grow. Hello? Hello? This this soil can't be dry. Come. Because growth can't happen here. Hello? Mm. (sighs) I'm not. Okay. Yours. <laughs> About to go off. <laughs> oh, I just had it. Um, an inconvenient, inconvenient truth. I like your keys. <laughs> um, um, shoot. Uh, I thought you had these written down. Yeah, but you gave me some other ideas. So <laughs> what I had down. Oh, well, okay. I'll go back to that. Um, so, uh, but it goes back to you meeting somebody where they at. So. Okay. My inconvenience truth truth is that right now I don't have a car. Okay. So a part of that truth is dealing or accepting the idea of making sure how I'm getting around mm-hmm. financially is good mm-hmm. or okay. Mm-hmm. And I'm not drying myself out mm-hmm. but also like say if i start dating somebody haha connections <laughs> i have to be able to um be transparent about that yeah and i have struggled with that because to me um what i have an issue with is dealing with the idea haha because it's an idea and, and a slight feeling of being inadequate and not for the person that i'm dating but for myself right so Okay. Okay. You you say these and I was sitting here like, can I find something to even say about that? Like, no, that one's pretty straightforward. Yeah. yeah. I mean, hello, direct. Yes. <laughs> straight Can't give you a story. Don't have one. <laughs> okay. Another inconvenient truth of mine. An inconvenient truth. Liking pics from weeks ago doesn't make one thirsty. It makes your page public. That's all. Ooh, because I do that. That's I all. I'd be like, ooh, because I got to see what you look like before. Listen. Then now, because now and before are two different things. Th- that is, You could have grew overnight. <laughs> that is the weirdest and most juvenile thing to me, that people say that there's something thirsty or wrong with the fact that you went and liked pictures from, let's even say, August of last year. Fuck you. Why is that thirsty? You have it. First of all, your page public. It's not private. And it's up. And it's up. All I'm doing is scrolling. Right. Why do you have a page if people aren't supposed to look at pictures from your past? Bitch, am I only supposed to go across the first three and keep it pushing? I was going to say the first nine. Right. <laughs> 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 say the first nine and keep moving. I don't understand that. I don't know. That's I think, very weird I think to me. I my friends think that too. Like, why would you go? Oh, he says... I know when you like somebody when you've gone all the way back 
through the page. Well, what the fuck am I supposed to do? What am I supposed to do? That's what it's here for. Let's be clear. That doesn't mean I like you. It just that means I'm on your page. Well, it means you're attractive. Let's be clear. No, for me. Okay. Yeah. Okay. Because it means you spend time looking at your face. You're attractive. Okay. That doesn't mean I like you. Me to like you is a whole different page. Listen, it can be a page for, like, there's a page that I, I walk with on Instagram for black male dancers. Oh. I love that you guys are doing, it's ballet. Oh, I'll go so all the way back to the first post. <laughs> what? An uh, arch? A, look, I'm sorry. Listen, see, you still coming from play. <laughs> now I that can't. may sound thirsty. I and that's can't. fine. But that's still not thirsty. You simply love the male form. Dude. I don't do. <laughs> I don't. I don't get it. Like I'm. I'm really, really. I feel like it's people pumping themselves up more than they should, or maybe, maybe. it's people who may do it themselves and they're trying to deter people from seeing them maybe. do it, or they feel insecure about doing it and make and it makes them feel like they're being thirsty, but they actually do like the person. Right. But they don't know how to engage. Slide in their DMs. <laughs> the worst somebody can say is no. And if you haven't had enough no's, uh. <laughs> then that's on you. But how isn't how isn't it a compliment to you? Like I find it to be a compliment when I go looking at my notes and I see that somebody liked seventeen pictures. I'm not my notes, my uh, you know, but the, um, see, the somebody, notifications. Somebody liking seventeen pictures is different than somebody going all the way back to like the first page. And I know you're not saying right. that's different or you think it's not. Right. But I'm saying like you'd be like if they just like those first two from 2016 mm-hmm. you could at least say hi. <laughs> you went through my whole page you could say hi. You could let the comments say hi. Oh I like this. Like, like something like right. that. I think to most people it seems kind of suspicious like what were you looking for? But why, why, why do you care? Like that's my thing. Why do you baby when I say I see those likes and keep it pushing okay you like some you. more pictures from but that's you. But then it becomes a question of what's going on with you. Like you're putting it on them. You're wondering what's going on with them. What's going on with you that you care so much? That you care so much. What's going on with you that someone liking your pictures makes them suspicious? Mm. And that's my thing. Let's do the internal work. Mm. You know, what's going on with you? What makes you feel like you need to pause? What has happened? That has put you in a place where you need to question when someone likes your pictures from two years ago. Mm. Ooh, I'm going to piggyback on this. So I was <laughs> talking to somebody and I realized after we stopped talking, just talking, conversing. <laughs> um, Come look, on, Clarity. Look, listen. Um, they were coming back to my story. Yeah. And so were their friends mm-hmm. that wouldn't normally come back. I was like, but you stopped talking to me. Right. But then I had to check myself. Oh, you don't really care about this. Mm-hmm. You're kind of like you could have just communicated about the situation and it kind of irritates you. Me personally. Mm-hmm. So that's why that bothered me. Does that make sense? No, I need you to explain that one more time for me. Okay. So. So if you're date, if you're talking to somebody, okay, and y'all talk, let's say for like two months, okay, probably not that long at all, right? But y'all haven't gone on a date. Y'all had communication that the that wait, y'all are dating. I mean, y'all are talking to each other, but haven't gone on a date, right? Why y'all talking for two months and y'all ain't been on a date yet? Okay, so no, okay, so backwards, <laughs> rewind. We might have talked for like two weeks. Oh, we did hang out together. Okay, so clearly I have to speak from experience because you're gonna fuck this all the way up. <laughs> um, so we were talking like for hours on the phone, and I don't talk on the phone. Okay, at all. 
So once we, well, he realized he wasn't going to be talking to me anymore. Mm-hmm. I thought, okay, cool. Okay. Right. Moving on. <laughs> so I thought it was interesting that you stopped doing what you were doing before. Right. And then started doing what you were doing again. So that means you, of course, you know, when you're talking to somebody, you like the page, you look at what they're doing, da, da, da. Right. Then you stop because you're not doing that anymore. But then you came back and now your friends are coming with you that don't come to my page. So to me, that's weird. Mm-hmm. That's a flag. What's going on? That's what I'm talking about. Does that make sense? Yeah, it's it's interesting. I'll say it's interesting. But it's the same thing about the whole people coming to your page and it's not, excuse me, and me reflecting on on why I cared so much. Right. But see, I'm a reflector. Yeah. So, yeah. <laughs> um, That's so I had to figure out, oh, I'm not really bothered by you coming to my page because I know why you're coming. Right. And I know why you'll be back. But, oh, I'm irritated. Yeah. Because this made no sense. Cool. Right. <laughs> oh, got you. Okay. <laughs> Sorry that took so long, guys. I apologize. That's... <laughs> Yes. Yes. Okay. So, so do you have another inconvenient truth? Not so much. Wait, is it my turn? Yeah. Oh, ha ha. <laughs> um, it, it felt like yours just now. It did. <laughs> it did. Oh, Ooh, inconvenient truth. Having friends mm-hmm. who don't know you mm-hmm. and don't know how to respond to you, or as well as pour into you. So y'all don't have a connection. Y'all are just friends based off of the length of time you know these. Come the fuck on. I had to reach for that. That's a whole word right there. Wow. That's been on my spirit. Um, That's real. Y'all can be friends for a decade, but it's in name and title only. Mm -hmm. Let's be real clear. Based off of like just being around each other. Yes. But not. You have no clue how to pour. What? What? So when I want to be deep, I can. Um, <laughs> That's a whole inconvenient truth. Yeah. There are a lot of people who don't want to hear that. Like I what? Mean, I had to learn. Like I had to learn. Or excuse me, recognize. Yeah. That I had people in my life who we weren't feeding each other. Yeah. Um. So we knew what was going on in the surface, but fuck that. Right, if right. If that's the case, I could just go to work with y'all and then go back home. Yes. <laughs> I wanna, if I'm your friend and I've known you for 10 years, 15 years, and we plan on being in each other's lives, then I should know more. For example, <clears throat> my homegirl got engaged, got married, got pregnant mm-hmm. twice. And we didn't know as a group of friends until after the fact. That's an issue for me. And that's an issue because... If we're so close and we consider family, we meet each other's family, then I should know when you got engaged. Yeah. I should know when you're two weeks, three weeks pregnant because I'm excited about you being pregnant. Yeah. Because that means it's an extension of you that I can experience or at least help or get to know or groom or educate. Like there's a there's a life like this is about light. It's about yeah. pouring into each other. So if we have this relationship that's built on love and friendship, haha, and most people don't know what that is, um, that should be something you tell me. Yeah. That respectively, respectfully, because we care about each other. Yeah. So yeah. Mm-hmm. Mm-hmm. Yeah. And actually, and to be all 
completely honest, it hurts because you realize, yo, I need to let this go. I don't want to because I have this deep caring love for these people. But on the same breath, if I'm trying to get to be who I want to be as an individual, I have to let go of these people. Absolutely. Absolutely. I was having a conversation with Kevin about that this morning. (laughs) I was saying to Kevin, I said, because I was realizing how parallel our lives have been over the last like year, year and a half. Yeah. Um, And I said, it is so interesting to me that I've been told over and over again that you need to find a circle that is walking the same path as you or people you can admire. You know, you can look at what they're doing and say, you know what? I want to go in that direction. At the very least, people who are either walking right beside you or walking ahead of you to give you something to aspire to. You can't continue to hang around people where you're like, you ain't doing shit. Like, we have fun together. But what are you aspiring to do? You know, like, where are we at? Where are you moving to? Wh- wh- where are you going in life? What do you want in life? What do you want? And when I said there. Who are you? Li- yeah, that's not good. That's a whole church word. When, when I sat back and thought about it, I really had to start taking into consideration who is in your, who is in your immediate circle who has set goals and dreams. Mm. Like people who actually talk about their passions and their purpose on a regular basis. Mm. And I had to start thinking to myself, dude, you need to start cultivating that more, mm. especially at the age that you're at. You really need to get to a point where the circle of people that you have around you are all people who are hustling within their passion. Mm. Real talk. Ooh, and I think you, well, I don't know how long it's taking you, but I think I recognize that once I started shifting my groups of friends, mm-hmm. um, but most of the people that I have now are on the path of accomplishing what they want for themselves. Right. I have a whole friend who we weren't, we stopped being friends in high school mm-hmm. and reconnected here. And she's a whole lawyer with her own firm and a whole preach. Come on. And it was so interesting because when we reconnected, that wasn't anywhere on her mind set to what wow. she so she wanted to be a whole psychiatrist. Mm-hmm. I mean, granted, she is in right. retrospect. Yeah. If you think about it. Huh? But, <laughs> but even now, like, it's so amazing, like, to see her grow and change. And, like, even, like, I think she was pregnant and she told me and I met the baby on the day that the baby was born. Like, that's family. Yeah. We reach out. Like, we want to see each other. Like, that's, you know what I'm saying? Like, yeah, absolutely. But I'm, yeah. Mm-hmm. Absolutely. So, okay, I'll do my last inconvenient truth. Did you have another one or was that your last one? You see, you have another one? Okay. So, my last, and if you don't start moving up to this mic when you say everything, (laughs) my last inconvenient truth is people like to, people like for you to make space for them, but they're not willing to make space for you. And I say that in a sense of what has been happening to me when it comes to having to educate people. When it comes to certain aspects of the LGBTQ community, Mm. I find myself. This may be my truth, too. (laughs) I find myself having to constantly educate people when it comes to uh, gender pronouns, when it comes to respecting those within the transgender community. And it would be different. Like, I'm one of those people where I do get irritated with people who are doing the work who get irritated from having to educate 
it's a part of your field. Your field is educating people when it comes to these things. So if you're constantly meeting new people, why wouldn't you think you should still be? You're not going to have a career. <laughs> like it's a part of what it is that you do that you're educating people. You stepped into this field. Why didn't you think you were going to consistently meet people? Now, that's one thing. To me, it's a different story if you're having to educate these exact same people who are... I think that's the issue. Right? No, 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 no. That's where I am. Oh, okay. So that's where I understand. <laughs> I'm irritated now because I'm having to educate the same people oh, on a weekly again. basis of the, same shit. of the same shit. And that's where I have a problem because my thing is, it's okay if you're ignorant to it. It's okay if you didn't understand. Where the problem lies is you not attempting to work toward better understanding it and not being ignorant anymore. Or being vocal or articulate in not in saying that you don't understand yes because if yes. i think you understand and you're just going along with it then we both the fool yes because i'm going to be more irritated with myself because i'm saying this shit again right and you just not getting it so right I have to find some patience yeah and killing you <laughs> and the reason why i say it is an inconvenient truth is because there are a lot of people who don't want to believe that they simply aren't doing the work like there are a lot of people who would say to you, well, you know, it's difficult. It takes time, blah, blah, blah. And I'm like, and they're like, well, why is it that we have to learn this? And I don't have the patience for it. And I expl- like, I literally had to explain this to somebody two weeks ago. I said, I you don't, <laughs> you don't feel like you have the patience to learn proper gender pronouns, but yet you are a whole parent who had to go through several years of teaching your child how to speak. Hmm. You had the patience for that. Then you know you got some patience. Hello? That makes no sense. At all. And of course they didn't have a good rebuttal. <laughs> what do you say back to that? It's the truth. Facts. It's about what it is you care about. Ooh. You don't give two shits about actually learning. It's something that I'm telling you. And you're saying to yourself, well, I was perfectly fine. No, it's not okay that she has informed you that she's a she. And because she presents in what you presume to be male, mm-hmm. that's what you're going to call. Oh, no, no. it doesn't work that way. Let's well, see. Okay, so uh-huh. I am, <laughs> so I use gay lingo very fluidly. Mm-hmm. So if I get to a place where I'm comfortable with you, right, and you're a whole male species with a whole penis, right, I also call you sis, right. But I also know that a lot of people don't know how to receive that yes. in the same respect because, oh, well, I'm a guy and that's just not who I am. Baby, it's okay. Yes. Because I know who you are. Right. I need you to know who you are <laughs> and not be offended by <laughs> a word that is literally a word that you create and use every day. Right. So educate yourself. Right. On your healing so you understand that gender roles this has nothing to do with a name. Right. Well, see, that opens up an interesting question for me to ask you then. <laughs> so, okay. Do you believe that there's a difference between you calling someone sis mm-hmm. and then them sharing with you, okay, I feel some kind of way about that. But then after the conversation, they say, aha, I understand what you mean. And then they become okay with you calling them sis. That's one scenario. One. Then there's another scenario where you call someone sis Somebody tells you they're uncomfortable with it. But before you have a chance to educate them, they actually tell you everything you were going to educate them on. They'll let you know, I actually am very knowledgeable about what you're talking about. Mm-hmm. I just personally am uncomfortable with being called it. Do you then say, okay, I can respect that. I'm not going to call you sis. Or do you still tell them that they should be comfortable with you calling them that? <laughs> <laughs> so 
tell the truth or the truth? <laughs> both. So I've, I've experienced both. Okay. And people have actually gotten comfortable with me calling them sis, even after they said they were not comfortable. Right. Because I've explained myself. Yeah. And because it's so in my vernacular that they're just like, oh, this is just Ronald being Ronald. Right. So it's like, eh, okay. Now there has been in the same, literally the same person. I think we had a conversation and he was, um, I would say frustrated by it mm-hmm. and i was like okay i explained myself and then i checked myself in my brain i was like okay i have to remember it but because it's so because of, of how comfortable i was with him mm-hmm. the next time we were in the same space i said it again i had to go oh shit my bad right because i know you don't like this and because i'm comfortable with that to my fault right so yes so both but see i thought i think that that was handled properly because I, I come into situations where I'll see someone say, you know, okay, I'm going to do my best to make sure that I'm calling what I perceive to be her, mm-hmm. him from now mm-hmm. on. And then they'll make the mistake and then they'll just keep talking. My thing is, no, no, no. Stop. You stop and you do exactly what you just said, you know, so they can, you can acknowledge and they can see, okay, that wasn't malicious. It wasn't right. disregarding who I am. Right. It was simply a mistake, right. you know, but when you talk past that, that's it's like, okay, you're making me seem and my existence irrelevant to you, Thanks. you know? So Thanks. I appreciate that. So yeah, I just wanted to put that in, inconvenient truth out there. All right. And so your last one. Um, inconvenient truth. Um, I find it inconvenient for <laughs> friends to give up on you. Mm, okay. Um, Elaborate a little bit. <laughs> so huh. <laughs> I'm going to be as transparent as I Please. possibly can. Please. So with me doing a lot of music stuff, um and being in the music industry and I, I guess I'm claiming that right now. Mm-hmm. Um I find that people drop the ball mm-hmm. because of a few things. It could be they don't fully see the vision. Mm-hmm. They don't they're not comfortable with my particular uh, vision for myself, um, as well as <clears throat> not knowing what to do. Mm-hmm. So when I say being comfortable with my vision, I mean, um, so I'm gay, clearly. Mm-hmm. So the way my vision is, is to be as risque as possible in a very professional uh, light right so I don't want for it to always look the same mm-hmm. I don't want it to be too bland because I can clearly I feel like Mystique walk outside and be a straight man <laughs> but I'm also a gay man I know who I am and I'm comfortable with the entirety of who I am right so when it comes to my music I want to explore that that creativity and spread my wings um, so in business yeah, I'm coming. I'm gonna go full circle, and I don't always do this. Okay. But, uh, <laughs> um, I worked with some friends <laughs> that I really trusted, and be- I thought they believed in where I was going. Right. And we were on the same pathway, but <clears throat> they dropped the ball because um, it just we just stopped talking. No, oh, that's not true. The producer, we had a conversation, and he explained that he had a lot going on. And he was like, "I don't want you to be." disappointed is not be giving up but that is a disclaimer for giving up right boom 
the other individual just we were supposed to have a meeting have a conversation and never had it Mm. so my issue is that if we are friends mostly with the individual that i haven't even spoken to right is that if we're friends we have this rapport why can't we have a conversation why couldn't you be an adult right professional and my friend Mm -hmm. to actually disclose what the issue is right or what could not have been fixed or could be fixed. Yeah. So we can at least have the relationship. Cause I, business wise, I get it. I, well, I get it for what it could have been. Right. But I don't know. And my asshole ass and the Aquarius in me. Okay. I'm going to get, I'm going to Gail King you <laughs> and keep it moving. <laughs> and that should be okay. Like I can deal with how I'm feeling about it, but I won't give you the satisfaction to know how upset I am because that's not my responsibility. Right. If we're on business, we're on terms and I'm the artist. Right. You come to me. Even especially if I've reached out yeah. to you. So yeah, that's when dropping the ball gets dirty. <laughs> it's not like a whole commercial when dropping the ball gets dirty. Yeah. Exactly. Okay, so as your friend, I'm not going to drop the ball and I am going to show up for you. Aww. And so if that being said, the healing space is now creating a space for you to be able to share your art. So if you don't mind, could you lead everybody into a clip oh. from your music and your gift? I can lead you into a clip. <laughs> I can do that all day, every day. <laughs> so the name of the track is OK. OK. Um. It is featuring a beautiful young lady by the name of Erica Janae. Mm-hmm. Um, it's actually a re-release of my original track, which is on iTunes. I wouldn't say Tumblr. Ha ha. But it Hilarious. is. Hilarious. Yeah. Um, <laughs> <laughs> um, Apple Music, uh, Tidal, um, Lord God. Um, anywhere, Google Play that you have your music associated with. So if you have Android, I'm sorry, but uh, it's there. <laughs> Um, so it is called Okay. It was released February 10th. Oh, and so yeah, I hope that you enjoy it, share it. Oh, and there's a video too. I'm so excited. <laughs> and where can they find the video? They can find the video on YouTube, but also if you go to my uh Instagram page, it's the link in my bio, and it'll take you directly to it. You can hear the song and watch the visual. We look amazing. <laughs> <Yes>. <laughs> All right, guys, take a listen, and then we'll be right back. It's okay, but it's really not. 
And now it's time for good news. Okay, so I know that I told you guys a few episodes ago that we we're going to do something new with uh, good news. And we did, you know, and it's still going to come back as well where I was talking about we're going to read good news from some of you misfits out there. However, I wanted to do something different this time around. Earlier in the show, I gave a shout out to some podcasts that have really been getting me through since I've kind of disconnected myself from social media. Well, I wanted to take some time to shout out some of my friends and their good news instead. So normally it would be me and BHW giving our good news out to everyone. Then a transition to what it is and will continue to be, which is reading off good news from all of you. But my friends out here are doing some really awesome things, as you saw from the song that you heard from Kennedy. So I want Kennedy and I to shout out some people who are doing some big things. So first, I'm going to go with, and with some of this, I can't share everything. Um, some of the information has to kind of stay secret, which is with this first one. So Kevin Duane, the host of the Outline podcast, who has had his last episode as of this recording, the Outline podcast as an audio podcast has come to an end for the foreseeable future and new things are going to be coming along. I'll just leave it at that. But he is now going to be a flight attendant. I cannot share with you what airline. Just know that this has been a dream of his. Ooh, can I get a discount? <laughs> This has been a dream of his, and I'm really excited for where things are going to go with him in this new chapter of his life. Uh, he and I were having a conversation over the weekend about how our lives are very parallel in the sense that we have spoken out into the universe things that we wanted to accomplish, and we've worked toward it, you know? And it's a wonderful feeling to be working in my dream position, to literally be working in the mental health field on a day-to-day -day basis, and for him to have dreamt of being a flight attendant, and it's something that he's actually doing now. So I'm so proud of him, and that's not just good news, that's great news. So shout out to Kevin Dwayne. So that's my first person. All right, for you, Kennedy. Uh, my first person is Keen Martin. Um, he has a single. Well, he's had a single out, and it's called Suitcase, which is really doing really well. But he's performing everywhere. Um, he just came back from the Grammys in LA um, as a guest, but also being able to connect with other artists in that field. And he's actually a, a good friend, but a brother and also a mentor in some shape or form um as well as he has an ep that is about to come out in i believe next week or so i could be wrong because it could be in april um that tells you how connected i am um <laughs> but yeah i salute him because he's always been someone of light and going after his dreams and his drive to be a musician and it's really uh shaping up for him he's getting into rooms and places that i don't think he expected he would be in nice i mean coming from the grammys get it absolutely <laughs> so uh, my next bit of good news goes out to my brother daryl taylor i actually believe i mentioned him on the last episode uh femsational I believe that's what I named the episode. <laughs> but I believe I mentioned him in the good news last time. Uh, however, this one is for a, a documentary that he's working on. I can't remember from what I did see on social media some time ago if he's actually broken down what the, um, what the documentary is about. So for that reason, I won't mention anything. However, I will say that I'm honored to be a part of it. And I was interviewed for it. 
and I can't wait for all of you to be able to see it when it comes out. I think it's going to make a major difference in the black community and I think it's very necessary and I can't wait for everyone to be able to see it and prayerfully share it with others. I think it's an important conversation and one that has needed to be out there for some time now. So shout out to Daryl Taylor for this great news. And I, yeah, I look forward to everyone being able to see it. I wanted to even give a date, but I don't want to be wrong about the date of when it's going to be released. So just know that when it comes out, I'll be promoting it on the podcast. So shout out to Dale Taylor and his good news. Uh, my next person is Frederick Salyers, um, a man of Morehouse. Um, <laughs> and uh, he is embarking on a journey of photography i say embarking because it's something fairly new to him but in his wake of pursuing this creative uh dream of his he's been able to connect with a lot of different uh freelancers um but as well as get his work published for modeling and connecting with a specific uh, modeling agency to work with him. No, I can't tell you because it's family business and I just can't <laughs> tell you. Um, but uh, yeah, so I salute him and all that he's doing and thriving to accomplish. Indeed, indeed. You have any more good news? Because I'm good with mine. Um, Besides my video being out. Yeah. yeah. Uh, <laughs> that's really been exciting. So I salute myself. Okay, come on. Right. Celebrate. I mean, that, that, that defeated the purpose of what I told them at the beginning of it, but absolutely. So, yeah, I, there will be some. What, you, child. I'm a child of God. <laughs> anyway, I have some freaking phenomenal news that I'll be sharing with you guys soon. But I'm going to wait until we actually have a flyer created because <laughs> we can't set an actual date date until I get this flyer made. Please. But just know that there are some major things coming for THS Podcast, some things that I'm very proud of. Um, we have been blessed with some new new that's about to take place. And yeah, once I get that flyer created and we can really put out there the date of when these new ventures, because it's, it's more than one thing that's going to be happening. And I'm going to make sure that I reach out to all of you. But I want to say thank you to all of you misfits who have supported THS Podcast, who have supported the love movement. Thanks to all of you supporting this podcast and my yoga movement with Revolutionary Yoga. I've been blessed for some wonderful things to get ready to take place in 2019. Praise them. Yeah. <laughs> and I hope that you all continue to rock with Revolution Multimedia and uh, everything that we have going on. If you'd like to walk with the podcast, that is THS podcast.com can't stand you on twitter it is underscore ths podcast <laughs> on facebook and instagram it is ths podcast whatever if you want to walk with me it is scorpiogi all over all let me take your time all over social media <laughs> see i can do the t's but everything else is a struggle um and if you want to see any of our live shows you can go on youtube under our channel revolution llc and make sure you subscribe uh we are on all types of podcast platforms from apple Podcasts to soundcloud and so much more so make sure that you're walking with us and always using the hashtags let's get healed and ths podcast your uh 
your what's the word I'm looking for? Your interaction with us means a lot. <laughs> so continue to hold conversations on social media, talking about ways that you heal and how you feel like others may be able to heal as well. And if they want to walk with you, sir. If you would like to walk with me, every time I think of that. Lord, here we go. Yeah, that's my angel, man. Uh, nostalgia. Um, you can follow me on Twitter, Tumblr, um, <laughs> Instagram, and Facebook. Um, I am Kennedy. That's I-A-M-C-A-N-A-D-E. Yeah, I almost forgot. Take your time. Yeah. Listen. Um, but yes, you can follow me and get to know me more mm-hmm. and one more time if they want to find your music it will it be under the same things yes it will be under uh kennedy c-a-n-a-d-e um and it'll be okay so once you type it in it'll be there <laughs> and, yep. and it'll be okay it'll be okay yes <laughs> thank you all so much for listening thank you so much for kennedy for being our guest You're co-host welcome. this week <laughs> um these days, I don't know when I'm going to see you guys again. It could be next week. It could be a month from now. Until we get to a point where I have the new logo, I'm I'm going to be kind of spaced out in between when oh. I do the show. I mean, people keep telling me about how they, they are ready for their next episode of the podcast. But I'm, on, <laughs> and I mean it's a blessing. It's a blessing. I'm just you're I'm, blocking your blessing. <laughs> you're but doing. but my thing is is that I don't want to keep promoting the the old chapter. Like I want to promote the new chapter of the podcast. Okay. So whatever, child. Anyway, <laughs> well you gotta promote something. Listen, this is true. This is true. Okay, but anyway, so I won't say I'll see you guys next week. I'll just say I'll see you soon. And I I await when I can get back to saying I'll see you guys next week. (laughs) But until then, we love you all. And until next time. Be the light you want to be. And namaste. Namaste.